Hello and welcome to Wednesday Live Show by Sobirov's Law Firm. I'm your host, Rahmat Sobirov, managing lawyer of the firm. Welcome. At, on every occasion that I have a chance uh, to talk to you, I'm very thankful that you, you're joining us from, from different time zones, different countries, and I really appreciate that. Today's session will be about you, your questions and my answers. But before I do that, let's get some updates about immigration. Immigration in Canada is a dynamic industry and dynamic topic, and it has been all over the place. It's, I think, second to only the budget discussions that happened this week. Let's delve into the main topics that I think are relevant from the business immigration point of view. As you know, at Sobirov's law firm, we only practice business immigration and we do it very well. So welcome to this session. It is about immigration news and answering your cues. In a way, it's a bit rhythmic, but I hope it will be useful at the same time. What I usually do in these live sessions, I give you an update and then I take your questions, for example, in the following way. So please start typing your questions, anything and everything related to business immigration or general immigration topic. I would like to hear your thoughts about the recent updates on immigration that I will share with you momentarily. Okay, first update. On uh, two days ago, there was a new permanent resident program announced, and now it's, it's very clear that it will relate to refugees and displaced people from around the world. And this is a commitment of the Liberal Government of Canada to support in the humanitarian aspects of immigration, okay? So uh, Minister Sean Fraser announced the Economic Mobility Pathway, Pathways Pilot, EMPP, to help employers hire refugees and other displaced individuals from around the world and bring them to Canada. So in my opinion, this, from the business immigration point of view, this is a good news. Why? Because if you come to Canada through business immigration, and you establish your uh, company and start running it. The number one, one of the priorities that you have to tackle with is the talent shortage, okay? There is, there is a pool of great talent, but you may decide to bring, you may need to bring outside talent to these locations around Canada, and this would help Canadian employers, potentially your business, to bring more, uh, to select more candidates and bring them to Canada permanently. Another aspect in my practice, I noticed that whoever, whatever employer, Canadian employer helps an immigrant, whether he's a ref, he or she is a refugee or displaced person or a professional, helps them to bring them to Canada with their families and help them uh, settle down permanently the loyalty of that worker, of that talent, towards that employer increases substantially. So I always talk to many employers around, uh, around this country in different provinces. I always tell, before the pandemic, the immigration was not part of the human resources strategy or talent acquisition strategy. Nowadays, with talent shortage and unemployment at the lowest in Canada, you have to add something more on top of your salary or benefits or other perks. You need to hire 
internationally. You need to look beyond Canada if you cannot find the talent in Canada. When you look beyond Canada, you see that the number one priority for any international worker or migrant worker is that he or she comes to the country, to Canada, and then they want to bring their family with them. That's one aspect. Once they bring their family, usually they want to stay in, in Canada. And they love this country, especially children who love this country. So in your talent acquisition or HR policies, think about immigration. Think about hiring foreign talent. And, and I can witness that those employers that have never hired foreign workers in Canada now are looking into that issue and embracing that opportunity. So from that perspective, I think you can benefit from the economic mobility pathways pilot. It will be, it will be opening this summer. So this is just an announcement on March 27th. And the program will open in, in, uh, in, in coming summer. And there are existing pathways. So the government of Canada is expanding EMPP by creating new federal pathway new pathway which will complement the existing pathways. So there will be some more information. At this stage, I don't have much of the details. It's a very recent announcement and I look forward to analyze it with you. Share your thoughts about this initiative by the Canadian government. What do you think? Is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? Or you stay neutral? So in the coming weeks, we will hear more from the government and you can always check EMPP webpage to learn more about this pathway, okay? Next, the second re relevant announcement that we had this, this uh, week, this past week is um, about prohibition on the purchase of residential property by non-Canadians. Uh, as you remember, at the beginning of this year, Canadian government decided to prohibit non-Canadians from, uh, to, from purchasing uh, a residential property in Canada. This is one of the very frequent questions that I have to tackle in my uh, dealings with my clients is, can I immigrate to Canada first? Second, can I buy a property, a real estate? Can I buy my own house in Canada? So now this, this has been uh, a good, I think it's a good announcement. The prohibition still exists, however, 20, uh, March 27th, we have a amendment, amendments, several amendments to the prohibition on this limit, uh, limiting foreigners from buying, um, prohibiting foreigners from buying residential property. So what was, what are the exceptions? And I'm very happy to share it with you because this relates to my clients. Okay. The first one is the the exceptions will now make it possible for work permit holders to purchase a home to live in Canada while working. Okay, so my answer now, for, uh, forthcoming answer to my clients would be yes, when you come through business immigration and you are on a work permit, you can buy your own home while you are working to live in while you're working in Canada. So usually, our clients get a work permit for one year, two years, or, uh, or even three years, depending on the program. And we extend that work permit. As long as you maintain your work permit status, there is an opportunity for you to buy a home. Of course, there are some limitations as to the days 
for which your work authorization or work permit should be valid. Usually, as I said, uh, this is about six months. And my clients, they get work permits for at least one year or usually two years. Open work permit for the spouse and a restricted work permit for the main applicant to allow them to run their business in Canada. So that's a, this is a good exception. And I'm happy to, to inform my clients and you about this uh, amendment uh, recently launched by, by the government. And it's effective as of March 27th. So if tomorrow you want to buy a home for yourself as a work permit holder, you can, you can do it with, uh, with ease and, and there is no problem. And of course, there is an exception, uh, the repealing the existing provision. So the prohibition doesn't apply to vacant land. There, this is, I would say, more clarification. And exceptions for development purposes. If you buy a residential property for the purposes of development, you can still do it as a non-Canadian. Okay, And of course, uh, there are instances when a corporation is involved and foreign control used to be 3%. That would make it uh, a non-Canadian. Now it's uh, 10%, 10%. It's a, another uh, good sign towards the towards this change and i i'm happy to to announce it to you it's it's you can you can read it i will leave the the news release under this video and you can read it for yourself okay now next announcement which is not a great news which is not a great news and i will share it with you why as you may know quebec had a very prominent very popular i would say very overused immigrant uh, investor immigration program okay as and it would require you to amount, to give certain amount of money towards uh, to to the Quebec authorities and then you would get permanent residence that was suspended it was uh, put on hold i would say put on hold and that hold has been now extended for until january 1st 2024 so that the holding of this program, it's not, it's, you, they're not accepting any new applications. There were thousands of applications before. Now this hold is extended to 2024. And I, I'm some, I sometimes see my colleagues uh, in Canada and around the world that are offering immigration services. They're still talking about immigrating to Quebec as investors. I think my suggestion is we should stop talking about Quebec investor immigration program for at least two years, 23, 24. And maybe put a, put a sign on your website that we are not handling Quebec investor immigration at the moment because that, that's, that's misleading. And sometimes when I talk to my clients or potential clients, I, I feel that they want to discuss and they ask about how about Quebec? There was a program I can only invest passively, a passive investment program, and then I can get a PR. I said, no, that program is on hold. You cannot apply to that program. And now I, I, uh, I want to make it clear that for both my colleagues in the immigration sector and those who are looking for passive investment immigration program, there's, none such, there's no such program in Canada as we speak now. Okay, All investor immigration and business immigration options require your active involvement in the business. Okay, uh, also and a very uh, surprising and good, uh, in a way, uh, announcement this week was 
Um, this past week was the surprise draws on express entry in the express entry pool. Now Canadian government is drawing substantially from the pool, which is good. And although they are doing it in a very quite aggressive way and without any, you know, no program was specified and the score of CRS score is slowly coming down, slowly coming down. Let's look into what we are looking at uh, recently. It's been very quick, see, uh, not every two weeks, but sudden another surprise draw uh, on March 23rd, 7,000, and it brings the score to 484, which is a good news for many of the, of, of the applicants, and I congratulate you. However, as, as a lawyer, as a, I would say, as trained to be skeptic, uh, I think with all these changes, you know, bringing more displaced people, more refugees to, into the labor force, and, and many hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians arriving in Canada already, I think there will be some adjustments as to these numbers closer to the end of the year. Why? Because Canada has a plan to bring in 400, 435,000, around that, 430,000 people into Canada this year. And if we go with these aggressive numbers in every draw, and we have other possibilities, new possibilities for immigrants, I think... Um, we will, we, will, we will meet the plan, the target, very easily in 2023. And uh, as I said, it's, it's very unusual, 7,000. I think one of the highest numbers recently, see? One of the highest numbers of, number of invitations sent to the applicants, and it's impressive. Now I think they're warming up. It will be a, a very hot spring and hot summer. Uh, if you are in the express entry pool. Now, this brings me to another point. If you cannot score around these um, numbers, I think you should seriously consider business immigration because you come to Canada as a, on a work permit and then you start working towards your permanent residency if you choose so, or your spouses, wh whoever wants to be the principal applicant with Canadian experience in the future. So if you don't have a good chance in express entry, then come to Canada temporarily on a, on a, on a work permit, uh, run your business. Perhaps you may like the country and then you may want to stay and you will evaluate your permanent residence options in due course when you're ready to do so. Okay. Um, I think these are the updates that I wanted to share and I, want, I would love to hear your uh, questions. Please uh, start typing your questions and let me try to answer them as much as I can. So a quick update was about new program, new existing pathway, PR pathway through uh, EMPP, Economic Mobility Pathways Pilot. It was a program existing, but now we have a new pathway within that program. The prohibition uh, of the, on the purchase of residential property by non-Canadians, new exceptions were made, and we are happy to receive those. And the Quebec Investor Immigrant Immigration Program has been uh, put on hold further uh, for another two years. It will be on hold until January 1st, 2023. 
2024, sorry. Um, and then the draws are ramping up on the, on the express entry front. It is very impressive how government is, is you know, aggressively picking uh, the candidates from the pool. But uh, let's see what's, what the summer brings and see what's, uh, what's going to happen during springtime. Because you can see there, are, there is a quite, a, uh, quite a pool right now. Uh, I can see that it's, it's quite substantial. Between 451 to 500, you, you see 63,000 people sitting in the pool and waiting to be drawn and invited for permanent residency. So let's, let's tackle your questions. It's question time. Please uh, send me your questions and let's tackle them right away. For those who are joining us for the first time, hello and nice to meet you. It's great to have you. Do you have any questions? If you have any questions, uh, if you have questions, I would love to take them. Um, okay, the why does the, my screen turn all black? I don't know. Uh, in, in, my, in my view, in, on, on my side, everything is going well. But visually, we can no longer see him on the screen. Anyone else has this problem? I don't think it's... Uh, let me see. You can hear me, but you cannot see me. Oh. No, it's, it's still there. I can, I can see myself in, uh, in, uh, in the streaming software. And I think it's all good. All right. Any questions? If you have questions, I would be happy to respond. If not, then we will say goodbye. It will be a short one today. Okay. In the meantime, let me see if there are... I will be waiting for your questions, but let me check if there is a technical issue, which, is, which would be really surprising to me. Okay. Let me see. All right. No, I think I think it's fine on my side. Uh, all YouTube and on my side. Yeah, it's all 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 fine and no black screen whatsoever. So <laughs> that's a good news. So if you have any questions, let's take them in. Okay, here we go. Good question. Riyadh81R, when do you expect processing time for startup visa program to enhance currently? It is too long. So it's, ah, you mean it will become shorter? Well, that's a, that's a million dollar question, isn't it? I think 33 months, I fully agree with you, Riyadh81. It is very long. However, don't forget that while you are waiting for your PR, permanent residence, this processing time that you mentioned is about permanent residence. You should seriously consider applying for a work permit to come to Canada and start making progress on your startup. Okay? Because why? Canada has recently clarified that they will review from time to time and ask the applicants, what are you doing? What's your progress on your startup? Are you just sitting and waiting or not? So they are already combing through and filtering those and they will uh, require your three months, six months reports 
on the progress of your startup. So yes, it is important. The processing time is important, but more important than that is your progress. So in order to make your progress, consider applying to a work permit, come to Canada, start putting the you know, shovel to the ground and start working on your startup because you will be, you will be asked for a report a progress report on your, on your project. That's why, for example, we recently did um, uh, a client, three clients actually from Iran. Uh, let me bring that to the screen. And we got work permits for them. Yes, processing time is excruciating. It's, it's very long. But if you go to Sobirov's law firm, you can read about their success stories. Um, we helped, we applied for three Iranian entrepreneurs. They are jointly in one startup. Two of them got approved. We are waiting for the third one. So this is a, um, yes, the, the, work perm, the work permit from Iran is 37 weeks. This is long again, but PR is longer, 33 months, as you, as you correctly mentioned. So uh, it is too long, so don't wait for the PR, start moving now, get into the action and make a progress. And uh, this is what we suggested and this is the success. Now they are coming to Canada on a work permit. And to be honest, I, I always tell this to my clients. From an immigrant point of view, I am an immigrant too. I came to Canada almost 18, 19 years ago. I'm an immigrant too. But here's an immigrant question. What's the difference on a day-to-day basis when you are in Canada on a permanent residence or on a work permit. What's the difference? Permanent residence versus work permit. Yes, there is a huge difference from the legal side, but on a day-to-day basis, as a work permit holder, I can work in Canada. I can make income in Canada. I can bring my family to Canada. I can benefit from the healthcare. My kids can go to school for free, public school for free. So if you compare apples to apples, uh, PR to, to work permit, on a daily basis of an immigrant, potential immigrant, there's not, not much difference. So, yes, PR is a higher status, let's say, uh, compared to work permit, but work permit is not a bad status in Canada. Come to Canada on a work permit, pro, pro, uh, the main applicant gets a restricted work permit, but the spouse gets an open work permit, kids can get study permit, and start your Canadian life already. because. You, you don't know whether your you know, startup will be successful or not, whether you have to pivot or not. But work permit is a great status to be in in Canada. Okay, That's my two cents and I hope you would, you would appreciate my honesty here because many people argue between, oh, I want PR, I don't want work permit. No, start somewhere. Uh, work uh, PR, you can wait for 33 months. And, and it's too long, you know? Okay, so next, Muhammad Yusuf, nice to meet you, nice to meet you too. I'm in Canada on C11 work permit. How can I apply for PR now? All right, uh, that's, that's the guidelines that we have in, on our website, go and check, but in a, in a very briefly, you have a significant benefit work permit. If either you work for one year and then your company will give you a job offer to increase your point on the, on the express entry. So that's the, that's the methodology you can do uh, through PR. 
or if you if your company is financially viable right now maybe you purchased an existing company or you you injected substantial money into your new company if you can now uh, get a LMIA a typical LMIA and go through the LMIA process I mean your company has to go through LMIA process and then get give you the job offer make your express entry profile ready get your ILTS get your diploma evaluation and so on and start moving to PR that's the two options usually people need time to uh, start up their company to make it financially viable and then they move to permanent residence we've we've done it many times our uh, our clients moved from uh, C11 work permit to permanent residency if they choose to do so it's uh, it needs preparation but it's doable all right um, here's a yes I will read all the messages because I'm going one by one thank you very much for your patience um, here we go Jahangir yes I will read your message right now let me let me come to that in a moment YouTube channel streaming well do you think the government has the people power to process all these applications in a reasonable time frame great question thank you very much Richard I, I appreciate not only people power they've been ramping up hiring uh, for the last uh, one and a half years but also they are using uh, an AI based system called Chinook Chinook is a, an, a, is a software basically on the government side it processes filters and allows the uh, processing officer to review several applications at the same time and it suggests uh, certain solutions and it's it's been very effective right now we see on our client side that Chinook is very helpful that's why although not substantially but the backlog is decreasing okay it is decreasing steadily that's that's a uh, and they I think they will have enough manpower and AI power okay um, hi will there be any new program for immigration in the future wow that's that's I hope my wish list is there should be a program for passive investment immigration on a federal level maybe on the provincial level but on a federal level that would be great and uh, we need passive investment and uh, we need to revive you know bring more capital to this economy it's booming and i hope canadian government will realize that we need eb5 like us eb5 or a former quebec investor program something like that something those in um, in those uh, in, in um, something of that nature a passive investment immigration program that will give you PR I hope but there is no indication uh, the recent program EMB, EMPP has been added uh, a new pathway has been added to that program that's the latest we see okay everything is fine I can see you. good are they going to extend okay here's a good question are they going to extend the postgraduate work permit for people whose work permit expires in 2023 2024 sorry well I think there is an extension for expiring now in the future I have no idea if the process if the backlog is is as bad as now 
I, it's, it, makes, it makes sense to extend it, but uh, if they manage to control the backlog, probably they will not extend. Which chances do I have if I'm qualified German teacher in Germany or should I choose another occupation? What can you advise? Hmm. German teacher. Uh, are you a German language teacher? Uh, and if that's the case, or if you are an, an interpreter, for example, you can immigrate as a self-employed uh, category. But I have no idea about the, the, the demand for German language in Canada. So uh, you may approach certain schools maybe where German is taught and offer yourself as a candidate for a position. But uh, other than that, German language per se doesn't really help you with Canadian immigration. To be able to immigrate to Canada, you have to have ILTS, English language test, or other approved test, or French test. So German as a part of immigration doesn't really help. So you may look into the getting a work permit, but also don't forget to improve your English Ultimately, whether soon or later, you would need English language test results. Uh, Matula Joseph is asking, for the paid consultation, have you in your team a French speaker? No, unfortunately, we used to have a French speaker. Unfortunately, we don't. Uh, I think we can communicate in English. Uh, we are very experienced in communicating in this language in English with those who are not fluent in English. So uh, try to book the consultation. If you think that the consultation was useless and had no value, we will reimburse you the money. That's not a problem. That's not a problem. Okay, I think, do you have any other questions? Um, any other questions from the audience? If not, then we will wrap it up. And I thank you for joining us from different parts of the world. By the way, we are traveling to India and stay tuned. If you are based in India, we will be in New Delhi and Mumbai. We are trying to, we are trying to organize some events there. We will be attending another event. So if you are in India, uh, stay tuned. We will give you more information soon. Uh, Muhammad Yusuf, when you say LMIA job uh, for C11 work permit to PR, how would that work? I'm an owner of my own company and CEO. Uh, also, will my company need to get LMIA or just give me a job? The company needs to get an LMIA. Needs to get an LMIA. Yes, uh, if, you are, if you own your own company and uh, the company is financially viable, it's possible. Why don't you book a consultation and we will explain in detail how that's possible and if, if it works for you because is it a new company? Does it have sales? Does it have traction? If your company is not ready, it's, not, it's a brand new company on the paper, then uh, you should, I think, revitalize it, you know, put it in action, into action before you move forward with your PR. Uh, is your work permit for two years? If it is usually C11 is for two years, um, then you I would first suggest that you talk to a lawyer uh, in a consultation and get all the details. Okay, uh, 
Unfortunately, I'm very sorry. I, can, I cannot give you all the details because I have to know your details first. Uh, booking a paid consultation, paid strategy meeting is very easy on Sobirov's Law Firm website. You go to Sobirov's Law Firm after, after re- reading lots of success stories. You can book strategy meeting right away. And as we openly say, the fee is refunded minus the Stripe fee because we get the payment through Stripe if you are not satisfied with your strategy meeting. It's open and transparent. We are not in the business of getting consultation fees and not giving value. We are in the business of giving value to that to you so that you, you are happy with the strategy meeting and talking to the lawyer. Also, uh, while I am at it, if you are considering doing business immigration in Canada, we are the team that can help you. Let us be your guide. Go to sobirovs.com website and book your strategy, one-hour strategy meeting with our team. And if you, if you have any questions, I will, I will take them a few of those. And, and, then, and then we will say goodbye. For investor visa, can you help me purchase an existing business in Canada? Yes, Matula, we can help you with that. Uh, also, on top of that, we can even help you find the right business. Uh, before you purchase an, a business, we need to analyze the business, whether it's the best fit for your immigration goals. Okay, Not all businesses are, are, will serve your immigration goal. So first talk to lawyer before you commit to anything. And if you, if you talk to us in a strategy meeting, tell us in what industry you are, what kind of business you're looking for, so that we can help you uh, in a me- meaningful way, okay? All right, I think that's it. Uh, thank you very much. I, I appreciate your active participation. Enjoy the rest of the week. Today is Wednesday, but we are getting ready to, for our trip to India and hope to see some of you in India. Stay tuned and st- to stay updated. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to this channel and push a like button. It will really help us. Have a great day. Bye-bye.